What's up, Daddy Gang? It is your single father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Daddy Gang, I get that there are some things you don't want to share, but bottling everything up inside can truly have some awful consequences. I remember growing up, I guess, honestly, the the truth is I was getting bullied and I was like so embarrassed to tell my family that because at home I was fine, but at school it was tough for me. And I just remember feeling so awful about myself and I kept it to myself and I dealt with it by myself. And it literally just caused truly maybe like a decade of trauma. And later in life, now that I've processed it, I'm like, damn, I would have been so much better off if I had just talked to someone about it. And it didn't even have to be my parents. Talking helps a lot. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I have had such an incredible relationship and experience with therapy. I was so ready to get better and to better myself and to understand myself more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists whenever you need to for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash daddy. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Do you ever find yourself looking at your full wardrobe, but still feeling like you got nothing to wear. Well, gather around, Daddy Gang, Saks.com. You're going to find instant inspiration for that date night, for that impromptu vacation, okay? Maybe you need a new dress because one of your friends is getting married soon, okay? So if you're looking for a new style or want to build a better relationship with your closet, then head to Saks.com to shop for everything on your agenda. <laughs> what the fuck is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father back at it again for another motherfucking episode of Call Her Daddy. How the hell are you all doing? Great. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay, me too. <laughs> We're pretending you guys said you're in great moods. I am too. What? Why are you in a good mood, Alex? You're usually hungover and tired. Not today, motherfuckers. Daddy gang, by the time that I upload this lovely, lovely episode, your girl, your father is officially on vacation. I'm extremely excited to go drink a fat fucking pina colada and have some sex. Now, don't worry, because all of you are like, that's nice, Alex. Great. But hold on. So we don't get an episode next week. There isn't an episode of Call Her Daddy next week. However, I didn't forget about you. I'm not fully leaving my children. There is going to be an episode on Hannah's podcast, Burning in Hell, where she interviews me and we get super dark and deep. Um, We recorded this the other week. So that will be fun that you guys can go listen to. So technically, you're going to get your daily dose of Call Her Daddy. Now let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to 
<laughs> Let's get to the motherfucking good stuff, Daddy K. There has been so much drama in my life this past week that I truly feel like I haven't been able to like come up for air. There's been so much shit going on that I barely, I was like, I need to get on the fucking podcast and tell the daddy gang what the fuck is going on in my life. <clears throat> Are you guys ready for the breaking news? Yeah, come on, Alex, give us the goods. I'm coming. Daddy gang, listen the fuck up. You ready for this one? There is a man that lives across. (laughs) You're like, what? Here we go. There is a man that lives across the hall from me that is extremely mentally unhinged. I have to move out of my goddamn New York City apartment by October 31st. And I am, in fact, Alex fucking Cooper moving to motherfucking L.A. And daddy gang, I am not fucking doing it alone. For the first time in five years, Lauren McMullen, my best friend since second grade, is fucking single. She broke up with her fucking boyfriend, and she's fucking coming with me, baby. And we're moving to L.A. (laughs) You're all like, wait, Alex, slow down. What? You just moved into your apartment. Lauren broke up with her boyfriend. Last time she was on your fucking show, it sounded like they were getting fucking married. It was like a seven-year fucking relationship. And what do you mean you're moving to L.A.? You swore you would never go. Daddy gang, welcome to the fucking show this week, baby. There's a lot going on, and you're all like, let's let's get into the details. Don't worry. Of course, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's break it fucking down. Let's start with my apartment. If you guys have followed me on social media, you've seen I have this gorgeous apartment, which I have said thank you, fucking daddy gang, because the only fucking reason I am living in that apartment is because of every single person listening to this podcast. You have given me the ability to live somewhere that I truly never dreamed of fucking living. So first of all, let's take a fucking minute to be like, thank you. So I'm in this baller place, and the last thing you guys fucking saw was a move-in vlog. Well, now the next video you're going to see is a move-out vlog because I'm leaving. There is a man that lives across the hall from me that is extremely unhinged and I don't need to get into how he's been arrested and he's a little he's a little erratic psycho whatever and basically people had to get involved and for safety reasons I have to move out of this building. It fucking sucks because if you guys have seen on social media, I have put my heart and soul into not furnishing for the first time in my goddamn fucking life my apartment from the trash. So it's fucking shitty. I'm not going to lie. The fact that I'm telling you that someone super unhinged lives across from me, you also know how psycho I am. Let's just say that I have ramped up the door buddy situation from a nice little one hooker under the fucking doorknob. I have 10 door buddies and then I have my dresser slide up to my fucking door right before I go to sleep every night because God forbid the man shows up. Knock, knock, bitch, you're dead. This is, is can you guys tell I'm a little unhinged? I'm unhinged now. He's making me unhinged. So as I'm learning this, Lauren shows up, knock, knock on my door and goes, hey, big Al, I'm moving the fuck in. I just broke up with my boyfriend and she brings all of her shit to my apartment. I'm like, Lauren, I'm so happy and proud of you that you finally are single. However, I'm moving out. So Lauren's trying to move in and I'm fucking moving out, daddy gang. So now Lauren and I are sitting in this great apartment and we're like, on October 31st, we are, we are homeless. Okay. So Lauren and I have been like, 
wow, what a, what a life, man. You know, you go from moving into this great place and a stable relationship to two seconds later. And also all of you are probably thinking, Alex, what did you do? Alex, Alex, what did you do? Why did she break up with the boyfriend? I promise this as for the first time in my life, this has nothing to do with me. And Lauren told me that she'll come on and she'll explain and whatever. But for right now, all you need to know is she broke up with her boyfriend of five years. And now Lauren and I are homeless. Now the scene is set. Alex, Lauren, homeless. Where will they go next? Phase two, motherfuckers. We're going to L.A. Alex, how the hell did that even come about? You took the scouts on or... <laughs> okay. Never will I ever. I said it. I will totally admit. I said I would never fucking go to L.A. I'm moving to L.A., guys. This is how it happened. If you follow me on social media, you probably actually saw the infamous night that this all went down. It was the other night. Lauren and I were posting away on social media, but the one through and through, nothing could deny the fact that everyone could tell we were fucking lit. We were hammered. A couple fucking dirty martinis in, and all of a sudden, every single girl, even man, can relate to this. When you're with your best friend, and you're getting fucking drunk, and then you start to have deep conversations you get emotional. It's kind of beautiful. You love those girl nights where you're like, let's fucking drink. Let's listen to fucking Lana Del Rey. Let's pour fucking salt in the wound and let's go there. Lauren's like, I want to just cry. So we start to get really fucked up and we start to just talk about life and to slow it down for a minute, to be real with you guys for a minute, Lauren and I start to have conversations about like, What is New York City to us right now? Because there is no denying the fact that New York City is the greatest fucking city in the world. And that will never fucking change in my opinion. It is the greatest fucking city. However, right now, New York City is not New York City. Everything closes at 10 o'clock. The reason you live in New York is because it's the city that never fucking sleeps. And I find myself going to bed at 9 o'clock every night because nothing is open. Dude, CVSs are closed. They're not 24 hours anymore. I'm like, how do I go get Cheetos at midnight? Okay. You're like, all right, chill, dude, chill. But on top of like joking that it's not New York, there's also an underlying other issue where Lauren just broke up with her boyfriend. And every single person listening to this podcast that has ever gone through a breakup specifically one that is like years and years in where you lived with this person where every single day this person is a part of your life they become your best friend you know that that doesn't just go away in a second so to end that Lauren keeps coming back from work and she's like Alex I literally almost told the cab driver to like go to my old apartment like it's fucking with her she's like New York is so depressing to me right now And then I'm over here and I've been saying it. I also too kind of went through a breakup in the city and I feel as though I just need a fucking fresh start. And Lauren is looking at me saying the same fucking thing. And we're like, we wish all the people in our past well, we wish them the best of luck and we hope they fucking thrive and succeed in all the things. But we're both kind of like to take care of ourselves right now. Like, what do we need? And that night is really when the idea was born. We hadn't been thinking about it prior. And Lauren looks at me in, in a, honestly, kind of a, an interesting look. The eyes were a bit glazed over at this point. Wasn't really sure if she even was going to remember this in the morning. Pretty fucking black. How honestly glazed over. Looks at me in the eyes, kind of drooling, slurring at me and goes, Alex, why don't we go to L.A.? You said it yourself in one of your vlogs. Let's be bi-coastal bitches. Let's just fucking do it. We can do whatever the fuck we want. 
October 31st, as far as we know, we don't need to be in New York City. Will we come back? Fucking yes, of course, we love this city. But for right now, why don't we take control of our fucking lives, get on a plane, and just move? Like, there's no reason for us to not do something that we really feel is the best for us. And so, Daddy Gang, in that moment, we realized by coastal bitches here we fucking come now listen i think my reservations towards la in the past i'll be honest have been like i see the tiktokers and the influencers and i've never wanted to be like bang energy swipe up but that's also not who lauren and i are and it doesn't mean that we can't go to la and find our own crowd and fucking find people that aren't constantly having bang energies up their buttholes like it's fine. Like, and I think that's what we realized LA is like New York. There's neighborhoods. We're going to enjoy it. And so it was funny though, because Lauren's the one proposing this idea. And I looked at her, I'm like, Lauren, you've never even been to LA. Lauren's looking at me. She's like, Alex, it's going to be great. We can hike up to see the LA sign. I'm like, Lauren, first of all, you're talking about the Hollywood sign. (laughs) There's no LA sign. She's like, right, right, right. The Hollywood sign. We're going to drink green juices. We're going to work out. We're going to do yoga. I'm like, technically I'll probably doing the same fucking thing I'm doing in New York and like sitting on my fucking couch but the sun will be shining okay and I feel like if there's anything I've taken from corona and quarantine it's like you gotta just do what makes you fucking happy guys honestly everybody listening to this everyone has different financial situations and I understand me being like I'm uprooting my life and going to LA not everyone can technically do it the way I'm gonna do it but let me also tell you you can do whatever you want to do. My best friend, Lauren, right here, she doesn't have a job. When we go to LA, she has no job. She's on a job hunt. She's going to continue to be in classes at Columbia with no job. She's quitting her New York job. She's fucking moving across the country and being like, and when I get there, I'm going to get online and trying to find a fucking job. It's like, just do whatever the fuck we want to do. But the fun part of this too is daddy gang. I can't help myself. I can't, I can't help myself. You're all like, Oh God, here she goes. Content. Okay. People. It's what we fucking live for here on caller daddy. And I promise you, you're all like, no, you definitely came up with this. I promise I didn't. Lauren looked at me and goes, here's the thing, Alex, you and I are very different humans. I'm like, all right, Lauren, you don't need to rub it in. Lauren is getting her PhD at Columbia. She's successful. She's going to be a fucking psychologist. She's doing all the things. But Lauren looks at me and she goes, There's, we're very different in the sense of, I have never been on a proper date with a guy. I started dating my boyfriend in fucking college. I got out of college. I'm in New York City. I've never been on a date with a man. I've never been. And I quote, and it is shocking. Lauren goes, I've never been on a dating app. I need to start taking pictures. What are my pictures supposed to look like? What's my bio? Do I unfollow you so no one knows I'm friends with you, psycho? These are the things that Lauren's like about to jump into the fucking dating pool. And I'm sitting here like, oh my God, oh my God. This is so fun because Lauren has said it to me. She's like, I feel like the daddy gang. Like I'm in this too. I'm do- I'm new to dating. Here we go. Like we can enjoy it too. And Lauren has offered her services. And Lauren was like, I would love to actually share with the daddy gang my journey of like going on my first date what the fuck do I say do I need a fucking earpiece from you Alex to be talking in my ear telling me what to do 
now all of you are like dear god don't do this to lauren guys have you been listening to the past few fucking weeks health and wellness is spewing out of my fucking asshole okay i'm not gonna do my friend dirty lauren's like i don't want to be blocking him nine times a day and then leaving him on red and i'm like totally fair you'll just leave him on red once she's like alex (laughs) i can't help myself no but the truth is daddy gang it really feels like i'm turning the page and starting a new goddamn chapter in my life and I have my childhood best friend right beside me to do it and it's a little fucking beautiful that we are both fucking single I don't know when we're gonna come back to New York all I fucking know is we don't have an end date we both bought one-way fucking tickets to LA and you better fucking get ready daddy gang because you're coming along with us Two years ago, I became pregnant with a baby I desperately wanted. During a routine ultrasound, I learned that the fetus would have a fatal condition and never survive. I had to flee my own state to receive treatment. I think Donald Trump bears an incredible amount of responsibility for these restrictive laws. We need leaders that will protect our rights, and that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. This episode is brought to you by new Garnier Fructis hair filler with vitamin C, G. Many things can damage your hair like heat styling and bleaching, but the all new Garnier Fructis hair filler systems can reverse up to one year of damage to your hair smoothness in just one use, giving you up to 79% stronger hair and up to four times less breakage. And all Garnier products are approved by Cruelty-Free International under the Leaping Bunny program. New Garnier Fructis hair filler, pre-shampoo, shampoo, conditioner, and serum are available now on Amazon and at Walmart, Target, Ulta, drug, and select grocery stores. Learn more at GarnierUSA.com. This episode is brought to you by Curology. If you have particular skincare challenges, it can be really frustrating to waste time and money on products that just are absolutely not formulated for you. That is why I'm so excited to recommend Curology. I have personally struggled with acne my whole life. And I'll look at someone on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram and be like, should I buy those products? No, I do not have the same skin as them. So I should not be treating it the same. Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs from acne to the earliest signs of aging. All you have to do is go online take a quick quiz, and you will be connected to a licensed dermatology provider that will create a custom formula based on your skincare needs. If you're ready to start your skincare journey and start seeing results, here is a special offer just for you. Visit Curology.com slash call her daddy for a special offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash call her daddy. Offer applies only to your first box, subject to consultation, new subscribers only, subscription required. All right, daddy gang. Um, hello. I am about to continue to play the interview that Hannah and I did. Like I said last week, we literally blacked out. We couldn't stop speaking. So I'm going to press play on a continuation of what you didn't hear last week. 
to give you a little idea, we're talking about meeting the parents. We're talking about threesomes, foursomes. And then it's funny, guys, because on this week's episode, you'll hear back in the day, I was saying to Hannah how I was kind of liking L.A. So you'll hear it's kind of a weird moment where, like, I didn't know. It was a foreshadowing. I didn't even know that this bitch was moving. So enjoy the episode, Daddy Gang. I'm going to pick up where we left off. Again, to remind you, Hannah is in a full-time relationship with a 44-year-old fox and i am currently although i'm juggling a few men i'm enjoying all the men that i am talking to and we're engaging in health and wellness all right let's get into it are you freaked out by his age has anyone asked you that i feel like I just have it's to ask funny because he so he has a full head of gray hair if he didn't have gray hair like he does like a silver fox he's like a silver fox he, he looks like a straight anderson Does-he cooper children? no children no exes he speaks three languages wait what's wrong with him he doesn't have an ex-wife. He made a joke. He was like, I'm like a sweater. Like, it looks good on the rack. And you put it on, it's a little scratchy. And I was like, okay, that you need to get more specific. <laughs> like, what do you mean by scratchy? What is, what is scratchy mean? But I th- really think what it is is that his he's a big big in like ireland oh okay. <laughs> as oh. a comic like Wait, he's, hot. he's so like in ireland he's kind of like a celebrity like okay. he did dance with the stars there like oh. big in ireland because he lived there since he was 14 so his his life was traveling back and forth yeah. and like from his he was in a relationship from like all of his 20s and right. then he was just fucking grinding with his career so he met me at this time where his career has kind of calmed down because of quarantine and now it's like and also because we're not the same age we're not competitive with each other right. he's literally like oh that's good we're a whole different type of comedy right. and also he's like accomplished accomplished so much he's like hannah i don't care about fame i don't care about money like i just want happiness right now and you're like and i represent happiness <laughs> let's go I, I'm like, how much money do you have? How we and like, what's your net worth? And like, can you show me your W two? I just want to double check. No, I literally, like, I don't care about it either. But if, but like, if why don't you care? Is it because you have a lot? No, <laughs> dude. I the guy that I'm dating. I'm like, I know he's rich, but I want to know how much. And I'm waiting because like, I don't want to be psycho. And listen, I'm not superficial, but I'm superficial. Like, I'm sorry if I'm about to be b- making a lot of money. Like, I just want to know. I want to know what level of success I you are. Know. I just, I want to know if you invest well. Right. I just curious. Yes. So I'm wondering, like, at what point do I say, like, how much do you make? I think <laughs> it's gonna happen naturally once he feels like really trusting yeah. of you. Yeah. Um. Because like, you need to stop me- like stealing stuff from his apartment. That would help. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I- you're stealing his forks. It just weird. Right. 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 Like, I, I I am compulsively stealing stuff from his house. Like that 20%. painting just disappeared. Right? And I'm like, oh, but can you afford a new one? If it was like gone all of a sudden, I like take the most expensive watch and I'm like, but you can afford a new one, like, right? Like how many AirPods do you need? Right? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I said that made, he told all his friends made him like really fall for me. Okay. And this is a very specific moment, but when it, you want to finally pay for a guy. Like, yeah. you know, it's like maybe third, fourth date or like you're at a coffee shop. Right. I love whenever it's a cheap thing. I love just yeah. being like, I got, like, I got this. <laughs> like, wait you're until like, it's like $1 Starbucks. Pizza. You're like, I Literally, got we went to a pizza place and I got Coke and he got a slice. I got you're two like, slices baby. because I want to stay thick. Right. <laughs> and I go, babe, I got it. I got it. And he goes, are you sure? I'm like, I got it. And then It's he, like $15, yes, Hannah. $17.25. <laughs> So you're both at the cash register. Now, cash register humor is a huge part of relationships. Oh. It's just like um, waiter humor. Like you banter with like the, it's like a third. Right, you right. Know? A little third, bring a little third. Ooh. So you look at the cash register and you give the card. Right. And then you go, 
he makes me pay for everything. Stop. And then you just see their reaction, his reaction, you let it play out. Because you're <laughs> fucking with him. You're a devil. Yeah, so that moment, he then, I heard him on, because he goes on podcasts, because he's a comic. Right. Being like, when I saw her fuck with me like that, I just knew she was the one. Dude. And, and like, obviously, this is my no, sense of humor. I was going to say, this is so the right guy for you, because there are men that would have been like, no, I swear, I paid for everything. And it's like trying to convince the fucking waiter or whoever that's the cashier that like, no, I swear, like, she just. Or- I've done it and a guy will like kind of chuckle. This guy was like, that's the funniest He's thing like, I've ever He's like, I am heard. so in love with her fucking cashier banter that this is the one. Also, kind of dope. I'm like trying to do well in my career. Like I've really been making money for like the last year and a half, Amazing. like actual money. Yeah. Um, as congrats to you. you too. Thanks. Fuck yes. Yes. And so I joke, and I'm like, I want to be a sugar mama. Oh. And I would joke about it all the time. And then finally he was like, hey, like I know this is a joke, but like, you know, I have more money than you. <laughs> and you're like... Well, again, do you want to show me How the much? W-2? Where? <laughs> Give me access to the bank account. Where are the taxes? Because I don't know. It could be $750 I, I and I need to know. know. No, that's true. It is kind of weird. When when it comes to like paying for shit in a relationship, mm-hmm. like I think eventually people like always ask like, how do you like you? It should be balanced out at sometimes. But like, I don't think that like when he pays, I want him to like really want to pay. Yeah. And a lot. Think about what paying is. It's ultimately like an act of like Service. it's a gift. Yeah. It's like an emotional thing. So like yeah. today, we went into the city, and I was gonna go back to my place in Queens. And he's like, "Why don't we just get an apartment? I mean, an apartment? Why don't we just buy an apartment tonight?" No, he's like, "Why don't we just get a hotel room?" And I was like, "Cause I have to do something in the morning." And I was like, "Cool." And then I go to hotels.com. So I bought. Wait, you bought the hotel, and I just got a one hundred twenty-five dollar room because everything's so cheap in New York right. right now. But it was like nice that I was just right. like, I got you it. You did it because hundred dollars, like I could do that. Right. So like the little things you can you, like, do, slide do. in, and then the big boys, the like, like wild the dinner, yeah, yeah, the yeah, trip. yeah, exactly. Like, so do those little things. So when he gets a trip, he just remembers all those little and he's things. Like, that she you always did. gets it. That's a good point. Dating an older guy has its perks and negatives, but like, don't you feel like no? Overall, but I kind of love it because I love it too. my mom's like, oh, he's like a man, exactly. and we and my dad's like, wait, so he can deal with your shit, and we don't yeah. have to. Like, they actually trust him to like I, deal with. I me. agree. I hate to tell daddy gang listening, but if I could give you an, any advice, and it's just from my personal experience, and like, I know there are some girls that I know that date guys their age, and like somehow it works. I personally always date older men yeah i just feel like i know as crazy and like psycho as i am on this show obviously and like i sound like a fucking lunatic also as someone who's has a career that they're very driven in yeah sometimes when you date guys your age who might not be yeah. successful in their career their it's dick hard. won't get hard no, like not. i love fucking poor guys because like yeah. they fuck to have a place to stay that <laughs> night like they put in another level of effort they're like please but i'm not trying to like date, date. you because like <laughs> Something went wrong, like that yeah. you couldn't pass chemistry right. to like end the sex up. Sex is great, the long term. Yeah, no, no, no. But but I, older guys are like not intimidated by you. Yeah. So that's why it's like kind of worked out for me. The progress. <laughs> no, I guess for both of us. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm not where you are. You are yet. But like, how do you feel? Well, like, no are, relationships are the same. No. Honestly, like I feel kind of happy. And it's weird because it's not like a high of like when you had like a good podcast show right. or like when you got a deal you know or you like signed a contract. It's yeah, it's a like consistent where I feel like I've been depressed and anxious yeah. like a lot in my life. And yeah. that was just my thing. Like I just napped all the time. Right. That was just me. Slept, yeah. I'd nap and then I'd like complain about right. shit and, and people eat. would laugh right. and I'd eat. And like lately I just have this excitement of like being with this person and learning about this person but i also don't you never know what the future holds right but that's the exciting thing like 
you see yourself through their eyes. Yeah. So if they're making you feel like shit, get the fuck out. Yep. But if they're like, and if they're just like a yes person to you, yeah. get the fuck out. Yeah. But he literally like is so honest with me, like tries to make me better. Also, I'm, I'm sensitive and will tell him when like something hurt which my feelings. Good. Which is good. And we're just, we're on a journey. But also I don't, we're on a journey. I don't feel like I need a boyfriend in any way. It's yeah. more like, you want oh, he's a special this. person yeah. that I don't want to lose and like that's beautiful together i feel i just feel lucky to have him in my life i'm disgusting right now i like this, don't even know who i am no this episode is single-handedly going to put me yet again in the health and wellness section for like the fucking <laughs> podcasting awards i swear to god i occasionally throw in some health and they're like it's for the hell i got nominated for the health and wellness section i'm like in what world but i guess honestly this is the new world yes so wait have you met his parents Oh my god! Fun fact: They're dead. Oh. <laughs> no, no, yo, <laughs> dude! Fun fact: Not the fact that she just goes. Fun fact: I'm like, oh, like they're okay. they're in Ireland, or like fun fact, like I did, or fun fact, they're fucking dead. Fun fact: I don't have to because they died. Did you, did they're you, looking up. They're listening to the podcast right now. They're looking down on us. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Actually, our first date, I got in a fight with my parents. And I rarely fight with my parents. But I, like, it was the first date I'd gone on in, like, six months. Yeah. And they didn't give a fuck. (gasps) Like, my dad was like, I have a tea time. And we have to leave half an hour early. And I was like, you've known all week that I have a 1.30 date that you need to drop me off at because my driver's license has expired. And that is my fault. I know. However, I need you right now. And he's like, well, the guys are playing at one. You're like, dad. The date. I was like, Dad, you complain that I'm single and like right. I can't find anyone, and I'm I'm about to find someone. Help your girl get And you don't give a fuck about your daughter finding love. Is there anything more important in your life? He's like, I'm Yeah, my tea time. Star. <laughs> and he's like, My tea time. So, and they're like rushing me out of the house. I like I picked jeans when I should not have picked jeans. It was oh. a hot day. Oh. I was like groin oh, sweating. Chafing. So I'm all oh. I'm fucking. I literally before I leave the car, I go fuck you both. <gasps> and I walk out. Like I never fight with them like that. And I'm fuming. And I get on this ferry. To go see my man, my future my man's. man's, and I get in the car and I immediately feel really comfortable with him. I'm just like, my dad almost fucked this up because of a tea time, and I'm like, I'm so annoyed with him, but I'm gonna be in a good mood for this date. Hi, I'm Hannah. Nice to meet you. And he looks at me and he goes, "At least your parents are alive." And I go, "This dude just made a dead parents joke within like five minutes of meeting." I love you. I think I'm in love. Wait, were you kind of like? We are they actually dead or are you fucking with me? And he's like, they're dead. They're dead. And like his, that dark sense of humor turned me on so much. You're I like, was now soaking. my jeans are soaking wet from sweat <laughs> and, and pussy juice. juice. Yeah. <laughs> and then wow. now we have a joke where like, we'll meet new people. And I'm like, please don't talk about your dead mom. Like Dude. in the first five minutes, Dude. like just like, don't lay it on immediately. That is so morbid. The, the, when you just said fun fact, his parents are dead. <laughs> I honestly lost my shit. I'm like, whoa, that is like dark. Then my buddy, amazing comedian, Nikki Glazer yes. had this whole bit where she was like, I'm trying to find a man with a dead mom. And I was like, why? And she's like, because I want to be the number one woman in his life and not have any competition. I'm like, you are a sick fuck. You're a sick fuck. However, Nikki Glazer, I've never met you. You're a <laughs> sick fuck and I love it. However, <laughs> I mean, I would love to meet his mom to be like, oh, his mom likes me right. or whatever. But However, yeah. he's met my parents. They okay. like him. And then like, that was that. Does he have siblings? He does. I've Ooh. met his brother. Um, oh, how did that go? 
It was good. His brother's hot. You I, you made like a weird face to me. I'm like, what? Why are you smirking? Like, do you want to fuck his brother? <laughs> That's your no, first like, three. He has two brothers, and they're oh. all like gorgeous. And yeah, so I met fun. this guy's parents, but it was all it wasn't supposed to happen. How did he introduce you? Okay, well, I had been at his house. And they were coming by to like drop off some fucking baked goods. Like the he, amazing. Were you dressed? I, listen to this story. Did you have a thong no, right next no, to you? Straight up. Okay, so we are getting ready to go to Malibu. We were gonna go to like the beach or whatever. You're so LA. And I'm I'm so LA, guys. <laughs> like hello. And I am wearing whore vibes because I'm like I want like we're about to like hang out together like little bikini. I'm like wearing this like slutty ass outfit. He's like, yo, so um, you're about to meet my parents because they're driving by to like drop off some stuff. And I'm like, excuse me? I'm like blinking like, huh? I'm like looking down at my tits out. I'm like, sorry, what? I go and it's like 97 <laughs> degrees in LA. I run into the bedroom. I put a sweater on. I put a sweater. I put a fucking sweater that's like up my neck. Like not a turtleneck, but like up the neck. Like you don't even know what my fucking body looks like, okay? And then I have these baggy <laughs> shorts on. <laughs> And I walk outside and it's like COVID. So they're like kind of staying in the car. Yeah. The dad gets out and I'm standing there and I'm like staring at them. And somehow like my voice pitch is like a little like, hi, Alex, like being so sweet. Like I'm like, I am the definition of like, like the I'm girl. You're a virgin dainty <laughs> flower. I'm so innocent. Because I know they know about hi. my show. And hi. I'm like. I, I, li- I like him. He's really sweet. Hey, you've raised like a really good kid. Like I really like him. And like, thank you so much for the big goods. Like I'll eat them later while I'm like praying in my Bible. Fuck! And they're like staring at me and so I have my sweater on. I am sweating all of my makeup off. That voice was amazing. I'm like, I'm losing my shit. So I'm staring at them and the mom and I are talking and she's in the car and then the dad is out and they're staring at me and I'm standing there in my fucking sweater and I'm sweating my balls off and he's kind of like not even paying attention and I'm like trying to be in it like Bible study because you know about the podcast and they listened a little bit to some of them that he was in and I just you, just, I, you go, guys. I, it's a bit. No, it's a it, bit. It's, I'm, I, like, I'm, I'm a like, virgin. I'm like, you guys. It's literally scripted, and like, I don't. I'm so. I fake. don't even write it. I don't even write it. I'm, I just Barstool like has forced me to stay here yes. and say these words <laughs> that I don't even know what like, it means. I have never given a blowjob. Like, I my mouth is too small. Like, I don't know. You, by the way, I'm rich. <laughs> also, but also, I'm rich. I'm not using your fucking son. Which, by the way, she, the mom ended up saying like, I like that she has her own shit going, and like, I like that she doesn't need your finances. So also, anyway, you they, have a health and wellness podcast like she she must love that you are changing (laughs) the lives of people's wellness thank you i'm in the category with oprah i mean bitch come at me so um it ended up going well and i like really killed it and i was just thinking like a hometown sweet cute girl and then afterwards they ended up telling him they were like she is so fucking sweet and then i got back into the fucking house ripped my fucking shirt off put my tits back out and headed up to malibu (laughs) Have you had to talk about any of, like, the ex's conversation? Like, have you had ex conversations with him? What a great question, Alex. Because I am in the thick of it. What a great question. So I came in. He already knew my ex who was in the comedy community with him. Right. And then I was also at a house with one of my exes. So he already was like, I don't want to hear a thing about it yeah but he's like i know who they are no we don't but my thing is i'm like such an open book where i'm like i had these relationships and this guy fucked me up and that upset me and this is everything that's happened to me and now you know everything and he's like shh he literally is like i don't want to hear it that's so men they don't want to hear it it's jealousy they're like no he's told me about his like one really serious relationship he like went in depth about it but he has this thing which is actually quite smart but quite annoying where i'll 
you know when you ask questions and you're like have you ever had a threesome or like right. um who'd you lose your virginity to like that kind of thing right i actually might have he won't he won't play the game with me but i did i told him i said how'd you lose your virginity and the way he told this story about this girl named emily had a little too much emotion for me and you're like and i literally go then why don't you go fuck <laughs> emily then he goes she's 45 with children you're like i lost my virginity this is family. 20 years ago so, like i like jokingly every now and then i'd be like oh you didn't answer were you talking to emily, emily? And, and like it's like, an inside Hannah? joke but he's like if you can't handle right. me losing my virginity when i was 11 or 12 or whatever he goes <laughs> right. how am i supposed to tell you about anything you're so like, he just mm. doesn't tell me shit anymore Wait, he's smart but i actually realized like the not knowing is hard, but I think it's actually so healthy for us because I just see him yeah. as this clean slate who, in my head, he's had sex with that girl, Emily, once, and this relationship that is, like, so over. But it makes him, like, easier no, to be around. No, he's smart. He's a smart fucking man for doing that. And also, you are so me. I, like, the Emily comment, the amount of times I'm like, oh, were you talking to fucking Emily? And he's like, Alex? Like, I literally just told you that's the girl I lost my virginity to 20 years ago. And it's I'm like, 44. but Emily? It was 30 years ago. Literally. And, like, she's she's literally married with a family. Like, when he's on work calls and he's like, yeah, I was talking to, like, Cassidy. And I'm like, wow. Does oh. Cassidy suck your dick the way I do? And he's like, I love Alex! I like to jokingly be jealous right but but, but then also kind of like <laughs> dude but the, how, oh my god everyone can relate when you ask for the story and like you said with men if there's a little too much emotion all of a sudden you're like hold on i asked for the story but i didn't ask for the emotion do you still love her do uh-huh. you still like her uh-huh. now let's talk we have there's so many more questions but it also slightly turns me on when i hear about how, girls too. wanting to fuck him me too. so i'll try to do that sometimes and he's like this is a trap and i go no no, no. I'd, be, I'd be like so what years did you like on the road have the most sex and he'll be like not telling he's you he's like hannah shut the fuck up You're like, he's so me. mature it's so annoying but i but and then he'll like occasionally make little comments like yeah i had too much fun that that trip and, and you're like please like, elaborate yeah what and does that like, mean shut up. and you go shut up i i want to know all the things and like i told the daddy gang on my podcast when i was in la i literally sat there with him and i was like Show me every single you're girl like, you've ever I dated. I want a Venn diagram. No, or like, I, I, I want did. a PowerPoint of every <laughs> of girl every with girl. their Instagram. Like how many? Like I'll how far find them, went. or you can give right. them to me. It's either one you prefer. This is your choice. Like, do you want to do it the hard way or the easy way? And I sat with him at a dinner, and I had him show me every single girl he had <gasps> ever seriously dated. Do you prefer them to? How do you prefer them to look? The exes. Like, what's the best scenario? Well, the unfortunate thing is they look all like me. No, I think that's a great thing. It okay. means you're his fucking type. Right. And it makes sense. He's like, I only If a guy's blonde. only dated blondes yeah. and he dates me, you're I'm like... like uh, um, <laughs> you're like, am I... Are we... So, did you... What are when we... When a guy... If no, we true. end and he doesn't date a guy, a girl that looks just like me after, I'm like, wow, he fucked uh, with me. Okay, but if he okay, dates a girl right. just like me, I go, he was obsessed with me and I'm so his type. No, I literally look exactly like his like last two girlfriends. Okay. I'm like, yo, we look like sisters. So it makes sense. So it makes sense. He only likes blondes, but I think that I've been very, like, I am, I am self-sabotaging. I want to know everything. You're, you're trying to hurt your own feelings i want it to be so hurtful that i'm like crying on the phone with him and he gives me because he's like honest yeah because one of them is still trying to contact him so he's been honest about it yeah and i'm over here like i I don't know i think i'm just being a little self-sabotaging that's like the not healthy part of me right now like i love i love making see my man maybe because he's a little older and maybe has experienced it is like no i'm not gonna 
indulge you. Well, the issue is that I think with my podcast, it sucks, but I do have a lot of girls like eventually reach out and stupid shit like that. And like she was shitting on my show to him. Mm-hmm. And so it, it just like I just want to be in the know. That's my thing. Like, and yeah. I tell this to all my boyfriends. I'm like, I want to know. If it's so like I a current thing, dumb. you need to know. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. like a recent thing. Yeah. It's important to know. Yeah. However, like you don't. You don't need to know every single girl he's ever dated and, like, how far they went. Also, like, my dude's 44. Right. Like, that's a lot. Yeah, like, holy shit. That's a lot of Like, do you have a few days? I can't. Like, like, whoa. I can't. No, that's true. That's true. I like, I want a guy that girls want to be with. Me too. But I don't want to know emotions and stuff of any kind. But I do like that he told me that I'm the first girl he ever fucked with his soul. Yeah. So fighting. It honestly, this is the thing, and I've always said it, and I think no matter what, even if I get into a healthy relationship, this is going to happen. Conflict is good at times to bring resolution, to bring you closer to then you're like, I'm more in love with you. Yes. And I've had multiple, multiple fights with this man that then at the end he's like, I am, I'm just like, I love you. Like guys that I've never fought with, it's missing something because you you don't fucking care. I've had whole relationships where I never fought. Just because I didn't care enough. Right. And But if you're always fighting, then it's like... That's a huge... No. You have to become good at fighting. Yeah. Oh. Like, you have to become a couple that when they fight, you know how to fight and fight healthy and fight well and move the fuck on. Tell me about your fucking fighting situation. Okay. So, <laughs> we, for the first time, like, little things... We will just say why it like unnerved us or something. I like that you, but the, you like are very verbal when something's bothering you. You guys, yeah, like up. he will after a phone call. Like once he's texting me, be like, by the way, like I just wanted to let you know that when you talked about like this ex, it kind of bothered me, right? Which is so and but I'm healthy. good, but like I I like in the future just don't. And then I responded and was just like, I am so sorry. It was such like an unnecessary right. story right. that like I thought was funny and I realized right. was so not funny. And then afterwards, he's like. I didn't even need to text you that, but like, I'm happy I did. Okay. That is number one. I think that's also us just growing up because in the past I would usually, if they said something, I would save it and like backlog it and be like, okay, that bothered me. And then you and like use let it, it against and him. use it against them. Meanwhile, I've been doing the same thing. Just bring it up immediately when it's bothering you. I have some unhealthy fighting tactics that okay. I wrote down in the car. Bring them. Um, do you know what? They say, I think this is an old Dane Cook joke, but like when you immediately just start agreeing with everything they're saying in a sarcastic way. Right. And you're just mm-hmm. like, oh my God, you're so right. Yeah. Why haven't I, how have I not seen that I've been so wrong this whole time? Yeah. You're so smart. Oh my God, yes. And then like when it's done, you like under your breath say the most passive aggressive mean thing like, you're stupid like your father or something like that. <laughs> no, actually the agreeing, I could see a man being like, please stop. Please stop. like, oh no, totally. Yeah, I was. How how could I have gotten so mad when you fucked that girl? That was so crazy of that me. That was insane. Then if you're dating an older guy, the thing to piss them off the most during a fight is literally just check your phone. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> literally check your phone and just be like on the phone. And he's like, can you get off your phone for five and seconds? And you're like, oh my God, sorry. Fight. My friend is so funny. She sent me the funniest meme. You wouldn't get it because you're old. I'm but like, like wait, it's really funny. so good. But you're like literally ancient. You'll just never know. That's actually like, really It's like good. highbrow meme humor that you wouldn't. It's like referencing another meme. Yeah, like it's a like meme. a meta meme thing. And you wouldn't you get it. you don't even know what a meme is. We got that one. Yeah. You, then you can just like drag his ass to his face. Like just like let it all fucking out. I've done that. And like, well, this is the thing. When you're dating an older guy, it was so interesting because I tried to do my old tactic 
tactics where like if we were getting in a fight sometimes I will just literally hang up on them and then just put my phone down and like walk into a different room and like not answer them for so long so I did that to him and then but I started to FaceTime door number three right after I hung up on him <laughs> I was so fucked up I was literally hammered and I was like in my feels I'm like I want door number three because he can't like make me feel what door number three does and then he kept calling me and he texted me he was like I will not put up with this fucking immature shit you do not hang up on me yeah. in the middle of a conversation so then I'm like door number three I'll call you right back like sorry my mom's calling me hang up on him call him then call the other one back and I'm like hi and he's like he literally it was kind of the hottest thing he's ever done he looks at me on FaceTime and he was like I just want to be very fucking clear uh-huh. I understand you're upset but I will not put up with this fucking immature yep. bullshit of you fucking hanging up and then deleting and ignoring my calls. Not fucking Do you know cool. what this is? You're in the power struggle phase where he, you're trying to see how much you could right. fuck with him right. and he's telling you you can't. No. And then if you decide that you're going to listen right. to him, that right. means that you guys can right. move forward. Right. But if you don't, then you fucking break up. It's honestly like one of those where I'm like, okay – noted and then i'm just gonna reel it back a little bit yeah so there are times where now i'll ignore him a little bit but i'm not gonna like so he knows about door number three he knows because i'm like you are open about it on this pod i know and, and he, his mom now yeah. knows no yeah and he's he's asked me about him and he's and door number three knows about this guy yeah you um yeah you haven't evolved as much as you thought you <laughs> <have>. <laughs> no but but i think it's good that i'm being honest yes that I'm yes. not hiding them. They both know about each other, and they both know that I'm just kind of like you're just doing. It's The Bachelor, but called Color Daddy, and we'll see who wins. But, but at in least the it's end. just two. Yeah, and they're both real relationships, and they're both honestly genuinely. You literally amazing. have two boyfriends. I do. I and kinda, so when I one love pisses me off, you. I just hop to the fuck another. Who do you like fucking better? I think that the history with door number three will always be there, but I think long-term I'm starting to freak myself out because I think that, like, day-to-day life moving forward, I could actually, like, see with this other guy. And so just go fuck me, right? So fighting tactics. So we're just growing up. Well, the final fighting tactic to always win, always. Always win. Cry. Just cry. Just cry. Just cry. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny, but it's true. And if you don't do it often. No, yeah, don't cry all the time. Because those you do, tears. you lose power. I They're cried. Just like, crying, when I cried to this guy, he literally was like, Alex, like, I will get on a plane. I'm so sorry. Like, I want to come see you. And I'm like, all right, I'm not actually fucking crying. Well, how like, you just, start it is you start being like, <laughs> if it's on the phone, then he goes, are you crying? And you go, no, no. And he goes, and he keeps talking, and you're just like, <laughs> and then you like spit up your words a little bit. You're like, I, I just like, no, and he's I, like, you're crying. I'm not crying. Like I never fucking cry. Yeah, I and you always say, I never cry. Like this shit. And then he's like, I'm <gasps> sorry. Do you cry? Like, you don't even have to say a word. You can just no, like say like, I just like do half words. And, like, and, and, and then immediately, and then immediately, I don't even. Dude, no, every woman. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to go. Like, we'll talk tomorrow. And he's like, no! No! No, girls, it is true. Just cry. But you, if you overdo it, then he's like, okay, the fucking girl that cried wolf. Yes. So those are the fighting tactics. Yeah. And there's healthier ones than others. So use your own. Yeah. Learn how to balance them. When yeah. you want to be fucking psycho, you just agree with everything. And yeah. look at him like you're fucking just gone behind the eyes. Yep. Oh, yes. And then if you make up, you have the makeup sex. And, and that cycle of abuse is sometimes pleasurable. It, uh, honestly, it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> my favorite cycle ever. No, it's true. I have a really random thought for you mm-hmm. about threesomes. Oh, yeah. And foursomes. Yeah. This is so strange. Okay. I have been in relationships before where I'm like, I will never have a threesome with you. I will never have a foursome with you. Get the fuck out of my face. 
because I was just too much in the relationship too far down I'm at a weird place right now and I have never in my life really thought about this I've had a threesome before I've never had a foursome I enjoyed myself it was with a another girl um and then a guy but it was he was kind of he's just like a pig so like I just was like uh it was like fun but it wasn't anything like I need to do this again yeah then with this new guy he's so sexual and we've had conversations about like it's the first real relationship that I've been so like sexually pushing the limits like he pushes me to the limits and he's like would like I want to do everything with you Mm -hmm. because it makes me even if we do shit that's wild like you like whatever it is I it makes us closer so we've been talking about possibly like while we're traveling Mm -hmm. because we're like we you can't do it in your bed at home no traveling or like in your neighborhood no (laughs) you're like walking the dog you're like she looks kind of cute like hey come on over yeah like no so he travels a lot for work and we may be going to like a different country together and he was like it could be hot like if we're like out one night and we you go pick someone up and then like we bring them back and I've been thinking about it it's early enough in the relationship that if it's ever going to happen it would have to be now so that like I would have to see like did I like it or will it be a thing that if you do like it do you think it would be part of your relationship like or like a holiday well, what he said is like if you hated it he was like I'm down to do it with another guy or another girl it's down to you like you pick the person he was like and I want you to pick them because it's more so I want you to have sex with in this threesome that like I want you to be attracted to the guy mm-hmm. and he was like I or the girl I want you to pick it's not even for me because I will be more turned on if you are having sex with this girl mm. and having such like it's so hot like I don't even have to fuck her like whatever whatever you want to do it's all perspective and he's making you see things in a new light because right? he's like and if we hate it we never have to do it again but it will be an experience that we talk about and we're like oh that's would- so free he's, and open he's, Hannah and you're like a type a bitch yes. so like so I'm like hold on that logistically up. how does this work and like <laughs> does she sign an NDA like what's happening has he done that a lot he so I asked him he, he said I've oh, I had a threesome with one of my exes um but then my most recent ex wasn't down for it because like she had some like family shit that she like wasn't down to have threesomes yeah. it, like traumatized her or some I don't know yeah so he was like but he was like I don't know what it is but about That's a good us. excuse yeah I, like my family she's like my family <laughs> it's like wait what your page like my family I can't I, I have three brothers and sisters and I hate the number three I can't it's I feel like I'm fucking my brother like what is going on the th- this is the question full i am gonna admit yeah i have never done cocaine before oh where are we going <laughs> i'm gonna bring it back never i swear i'm gonna bring it back because i've like, like, never had a threesome You're like I've after never my done comedy cocaine. shows people legit just like give me cocaine because i just seem oh. like a cocaine girl right, right, right. everyone like, thinks i, I played sports whatever yeah. i just feel like if yeah. i did cocaine i'd bash my head into a wall and yeah. ruin the party for it's everyone. honestly not that it's there's not a lot and of- people are like hannah why haven't you done cocaine and i'm like bitch i'm 29 if i do it and i don't like it i have a terrible night if i do it and i do like it now i love cocaine <laughs> that's kind of like a great point. so now i'm bringing it back to oh, you a life story as, as in like if you do it and you don't like it it's like possibly traumatizing and if you do it and do like it now you want to, to have, have threesomes all, all the time, time. <laughs> no wait so like does this complicate your life no more? i okay in a weird way, in a weird fucking way, this is a great conversation, Hannah. Um, I never 
thought about it going if I was gonna go into a relationship with a man I really didn't think like this can't be that healthy for some reason Mm -hmm. we are so sexually open with each other Mm. but also even like sexual she wants to experience life with you in all different ways all different ways and he's a very sexual person it's interesting because my guy has done the same thing where he's just like I want to try everything with you and make you come in so many different ways and the fact that he said bring a dude in I kind of love that he said that right because deep down like I would love to have a threesome with two guys okay would you I kind I kind of think I would be down. Uh, like, and he literally texted me after and was like, "I um, li- like after we were talking about like having a threesome with two dudes, like I now can't stop masturbating to like watching like DP porn because I'm thinking about like me and a guy fucking you and like there's just something about it that's turning me on so much." And literally, I'm over here like, "Well, I wasn't thinking about doing that this fucking upcoming December for Christmas, but now I'm like, Girl, well, okay, fuck. now I have to stretch out my asshole." No, literally, like I'm straight up being like, "Am I about to have like a fucking threesome with two dudes?" And this guy, and he, but he, then he's also like, it's so cute because then he's like, <laughs> I love how he's saying this is cute. He's like, but I could be the one, like, say if we, like, if you wanted to get, like, tied down, and there's to the two of us, like, if I'm gonna, like, um, like skull fuck you like if one of us is gonna have our <laughs> you're like where are you going with this he's like I'll be the one to do it so that like you can tell me if it's like hurting or he's whatever like, like wait skull no fuck you skull. like when you're laying down and a guy is like on top of you straddling and you shoving his dick into you and like you can't like it's like a lot you're like, yeah. like wait how do you spell it skull skull s-k-u-l-l oh skull skull like your skull skull fuck I thought you said skull 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 <laughs> did we go to school I don't know but daddy gang I think it's just for the first time in my life I'm like oh my god i want to try all these and it's different because him and he's older when you think of like having sex in college with two guys oh my god there's that like stereotype that like oh you're a hoe yeah who just had two guys run run train, train. on you where now it's like your boyfriend is like yeah. let's find the hottest guy and like let's like be obsessed with your body and see how many ways we can turn you on for your pleasure like literally why wouldn't we i know and i feel like i'm coming to this weird i think it's because he is older he is so confident in his sexuality so it's turning me the fuck on and now i'm trying to figure out am i about to go i think a foursome with another couple could be so fucking hot well i was thinking swinging is a very popular thing i know but i'm not a swinger but now here i am swing swing bitch (laughs) i don't know like i don't know what's going on he's making me want to do all the things and i'm like oh my god well it's also it there's so much turning on that happens when someone else if someone was like that fucking pebble turns me on, yes. suddenly I'm into that pedal. I'm, I'm, yeah, pebbles. and you're like, and you're like grinding. On I the like pebbles. pebbles. Right. I'm I'm like a rock girl now. <laughs> I just I bring a rock in. Right. Like we have a boulder now. Like it's I don't give a fuck. It's, right. I'm I'm using a lot of metaphors. No, it's good. However, like I was talking to Des. I mentioned it because you were texting me about it, and he right. was like, I mean, it's not really my thing. Right. So like, if he had said in that moment, like. Oh, I would. It's I would so, die. Like I want to hear some emotion. Like I want to hear right. that. Oh, like you know that sound. Right. Then, like oh yeah. fuck. Then then it turns me on. But like him not yeah. being into, it, I'm like then we're but not then even we're not gonna, doing it. Why fuck around? But with you that? know what? In the, my past too, I think having a threesome with a guy for me in my mind, it's always been like, well, it's for him. But yep. for the first time in my life, this guy is like 
No, this would be for us and for you. Like, I don't even need to fuck her. Like, I, I would love to watch a bitch, like, eat you out and, like, you get your pussy eaten by her and then, like, I'll fuck you and, like, you guys can be, like, and I'm like, But oh. what if you have another couple and during it you're like, oh, my God, is their chemistry better than mine? And you're like, oh, my God, is she better at sucking his dick? And, and like, is his dick bigger than his yeah, dick? Yeah, that's, that's why I'm, I'm like, wait, am I going to Because I overthink jealous? things. I am overthink I, yeah. things. I think that I can be a jealous person if I really like you, then I can be jealous. And I'm like, oh, fuck honestly daddy gang i'll keep you updated but like we're going on vacation together <gasps> that's like millennials love going on early vacations yeah like my parents were always like that's the call to honeymoon and why are you doing it so early but it's another thing where go on vacation see how he acts when he's waiting in lines right see how he acts when like some reservation gets canceled right see how he acts when you guys have nothing to do for three right. hours before the next dinner res and like what are we doing exactly so i kind of love that for you i kind of do too and i feel like i'm gonna get a dick in my asshole this trip and i am not prepared for it he keeps saying he wants to do anal with me and I'm like I am so scarred and for the first time in my life because I haven't done it since the one time that I passed out in college from it and I feel like I'm about to have anal in in this resort so are you are you trying to be his girlfriend at some point or it's just naturally happening like what's our plan I think that or do we do we not have a plan are we not supposed to have plans anymore I don't know what do we do I, I think my plan is that I like where this is going. He's yeah. treating me like a princess, but I've let him know with the show and my life right now, like I can't put a label on anything, but I want to keep acting like we're acting. And I don't know if that's the healthiest Wait, thing you're to saying do. you cannot have a boyfriend I just, while hosting Call Her Daddy? No, I think I could. I'm just saying right now in my career and like I've got a lot of shit going on, yeah. I just don't know if I can I think I could have a boyfriend but I don't know if I'm there yet because I think I have a lot of shit to work on with myself and then I have fucking door number three like I would have to close that door and like th- th- and that's a there's a lot that I have to like do you know what happens when you close doors another one opens your legs open (laughs) (laughs) your legs open and you got a ring on your finger you stupid bitch like i don't know i think it's just i honestly think it's the first relationship that i could actually see long term so i'm like don't put pressure on it because my question is with all i know we're not supposed to play games but with all these like sexual escapades do you wait for like a little more of a commitment before you're like giving him your butthole and like putting in other couples giving him i love how you say giving him the butthole like do we wait for the first time in my life, I feel like I used to be so calculated yeah. on how, when I'm going to have sex with them, when I'm going to do this, when I'm going to do that. I used to never fuck them until like three months in and it yep. was insanity. I, oh, Jesus. Oh, I, I know I was a nightmare. <laughs> trust me. Now I'm sitting here and I'm like, fuck the rules. I kind of want to do it. So why don't I do it? Why don't I get my fucking asshole penetrated in a fucking different country in a couple of weeks that sounds exciting to me and usually i'd be like no but i can't give him the asshole yet and it's like well if you want to then why not well it goes back to like what i'm doing with my boyfriend just as being... in as in if it's not gonna work out like if i'm gonna be um having diarrhea the right. whole following right. day just right. dripping because right. you went too hard let's just figure out now let's just do it why why, why all the anticipation well, and literally. wondering and anxiety let's do it now and figure it out if it fucking works right will you be able to handle me in my diarrhea state or not are you loving LA I think I think I am but you know what I think it is when I first started going to LA I have to admit that I thought and I'm just being honest the girls that I see on Instagram I 
just was like, I, I'm not interested in being a part of that. I yeah. know I may look that way on Instagram, but like, yeah. I don't. She's like, I know my Instagram's the same as theirs. However, I know I look exactly <laughs> like them and I know I look so fake on Instagram. <laughs> However, let me just get to my point. Uh-huh. Um, I think that LA scared me to ever move there because I was like, I just don't want to be like going to those fucking like Poppy or Craig's or whatever the fuck they are and like going out with like all the Insta hoes. Then I think when I met this guy and I've been introduced to his life and he's a little bit older and yes. he's like in the industry, but not in a flashy way. He's the most private person. And then I'm meeting his friends and like they're going to Santa they're Barbara seen. for the weekend and they're going to Malibu. I think there's so they're many seen. different scenes. And just like New York City. One. Yes. And I thought there was only one. And See, I was, like, I I was the same. I'm a New York girl from Brooklyn right. and I just shat on L.A. all the time. And same. then I went to L.A. and I kind of I saw like there's so many positives. Yeah. Also, there's a chillness to it. Like I went in an elevator yeah. with a bunch of people and we were standing there. And for like three minutes, it didn't move. No one remembered to press a floor because like everyone's fucking high. And I was like, this would never happen in New, New York. York. In New screaming. York, people would be like, I'll kill your family, bro. <laughs> Make it move, bitch. <laughs> and if it doesn't move, I will blow no, this place it's up. It's true. They're so chill. But I was making fun of like the aesthetic where like there was this instagram filter where it like really fucks up your face to look oh, like a uh, sexual reptile oh there's every time i go on instagram and look at the filters i'm like this is so fucked that this is even legal like this is fucking kids up so i put one on and i go this is how girls laugh in la and i didn't move my face and i just go <laughs> and i thought it was so funny and then some girl goes <gasps> this is not like representative of girls in la oh. this is fucked up this oh. isn't true also you need to get Invisalign and oh. pluck your eyebrows and I said if that's not the most LA comment Wait. I've ever fucking heard Wait, you're like you literally are like you're, she's like stop making LA look bad also bitch get Invisalign you're like hold on hold the fucking phone are you commenting on my looks while also saying LA isn't all about looks bitch fuck you fuck you wait that's so, raw yeah and then so like LA has its it, pros yeah. and cons yeah it's it there's definitely pros and cons and I think that like it's just a part of me thinks maybe relocating and just living somewhere else and like being near a beach and just like being around a different group of people may be helpful because I do have like really weird memories being in New York City still how do you like not dating an athlete I kind of love it isn't it so nice to not have to deal with the ups and downs of like oh did you strike out yeah no like it is let's take it out on everyone around us (laughs) shut the fuck up I don't care and honestly I know it's fucked but it is so attractive to me that like this guy like understands what I'm doing and like we can talk about work together and it's like fun because it's also our lives and like I couldn't do that a lot of times with athletes and I also think and I'm not gonna lie I've been having and I listen I love the a lot of the guys (laughs) that I dated that were athletes but I'm getting to a point in my career where like it's just the beginning for me Mm -hmm. and a lot of them it's coming to the end for them and it ends at 30 and then it's like so where do and then they go through an identity crisis where they feel like losers for like at least the rest of their life <laughs> well, a lot no but literally a lot of them that have wives during their careers then they always have a second wife because they get divorced once the, the when the games end then they're sitting there and they're they're like what do i do now and then they want like a new thing and they go get a new woman and they always have Ugh. second wives oh i mean this is dark this is dark but you're being very honest yeah and i think dating a guy who understands what you do is integral because yeah. you're always going to do what you're going to do yeah and you can't be like editing around and changing things for them well no and i think like it's obviously i don't talk about it a lot on the podcast but at the end of the day like what where this there's no lie this is a huge podcast it's one of the biggest podcasts and so dating me right now i'm not gonna lie i don't think it's easy for men Mm -hmm. so i need to have a guy that is super confident and Mm -hmm. also though respects what i'm doing and doesn't look at it like it's just a sex podcast because it's so much more than that oh preach bitch are we growing up we are 
adults. I know how do you pronounce it? Adults. Oh, adult. Adults. Okay. Whatever you say. So, so I guess this is this is the new journey. I, 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 I pray to fucking God next time I have you on, you are not like. So we broke up. I wonder. If I mean, that would be get, an like, epic episode. I mean, it would. I'd like, be like, and I, I'm like, yeah. I said, I, I I said, said it was too. the best sex I've ever had. I faked it. I, I faked, faked it. it. I faked it every fucking time, <laughs> dude. It's it. Honestly, it's like, yeah, you're right. Like, who knew? We didn't know that it would. We would both find cool guys, and like, mm-hmm. we would be in this situation. But I think, like, it just shows, like anything can happen so who knows you could be broken up or you could be fucking married who knows all right daddy gang that is it for this week's episodica um i'm feeling a little excited to put on a motherfucking bikini make sure you guys go follow me on instagram because i'm going to make the the man knows he i was like listen to me you will be taking so many pictures of my asshole on the beach and in exchange you can take a few behind the scenes in the bedroom he's like i don't want to no he was like okay yeah i got it i got it people listen if you date me you got to know your fucking place you're gonna take a couple fucking bikini pictures of me if we're on a nice fucking resort so go follow me on instagram if you want to go see my asshole um very exclusive content guys also go follow hannah her instagram is being burns but you spell it being and then burns is b-e-r-n-z also guys go make sure you follow and you subscribe to burning in hell the episode next week with Hannah is going to be fucking bomb. I'm pretty sure it's going to be also another two-part series. And there's a couple there's a couple announcements I want to let you all aware of. Although there's not an episode next week on the Caller Daddy channel, the next episode that is coming out for Call Her Daddy is the 100th episode. And the guest that I'm having on I truly never thought would come on this podcast. I truly, truly in my heart of hearts, never thought that this guest would come on and they are coming on. So get fucking ready, daddy gang, because that, that is going to be a good fucking time. Daddy gang, you know, the fucking drill. I love you so fucking much. And I will see you motherfuckers. Next one. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want zero dollar delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today.